am so glad you found my show because the game is about to change for you. Yes, and is the only mantra you need to amplify the quality of your life. And this podcast is going to show you how. We'll explore high vibe living, entrepreneurship, and how to build habits that last. All through the lens of an improviser. See, the improv mindset keeps you moving forward without a script. And all you have to do is let the words yes and illuminate the path. Okay, did we just become best friends? Well, you certainly found your new favorite podcast. Yes and with me, Judy Holler. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 80 presented by AdvoCare. I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for products, tools, and resources to help me look better and feel better so I can do better. AdvoCare is on a mission to do just that. Their glow collagen, by the way, and their spark are my secret weapons. So head on over to the show notes to learn more and get special discounts because you listen to this show. Well, hi there. Welcome back or welcome to the show. I'm so damn glad you're here. And today it's me, it's you, and I'm rolling solo this episode. We've got a mic, we've got each other, we've got the high vibes, and it's still July. So we are deep into our theme of self-love. So I want to talk about that with you. You know, I've gotten a few DMs and messages over the last few weeks from you that this theme is super timely because you're struggling, right? Struggling to love yourself in general, struggling to love yourself through all the change and just through change in general, um, struggling to love yourself as a busy mom, uh, struggling to love yourself as a spouse or in your relationship, struggling to love yourself, um, as the world opens back up and you sort of begin again, right? So I thought we should talk about it because same and same. So we're going to cover three uh, sort of areas in general. Uh, First, we'll talk about self-love just in general, what it means, how you can practice it, what the fuck it's all about and realistic ways and relatable ways to sort of incorporate it into your life. I'll tell you how I vibe with it. Uh, We'll talk about, you know, partnerships and relationships and marriages and self-love in that and through that without feeling guilty uh, about it. I'll share sort of what I do there. And then self-love back on the road, right? As the world opens up and you start commuting again and traveling again and going to meetings and getting on the road and all of these practices and routines and habits you've put together for yourself uh, through quarantine are going to be changing because things are changing. But oh, by the way, you've changed too. So I'm about to, in the next six weeks, um, light my life on fire in a really good way, but I'm about to get back onto the road. And so what does self-care look like when I'm on the road? What are some best practices there? And what am I doing to love myself through and with the change and the new routine that comes with that. So that that's going to kind of be where we go today, but I got out my cards because we haven't done this in a minute. So I thought this would be fun. Let me give it three shuffles. We're going to pull a card. Okay. So if you need an answer, if you need an answer on something, if you are feeling lost, 
if you are looking for direction, if you're looking for a sign, and if you just, maybe you're just looking for a vibe to like sort of jump off your day, a mantra to lean into. We're going to pull today from the Work Your Light Work Your Light Oracle card deck by Rebecca Campbell. I love this card deck. Um, We'll link up in the show notes as always. I've got them spread out here. I'm going to close my eyes, take a deep breath, and energetically let um, where my hand goes be our card for the day. Okay, hold on. If you didn't do that with me, I'm going to do it again so you can do it with me. Okay. Here's our card. Ooh, I've never pulled this card. Inner temple. Underneath it, it says devotion. Tune in to the portal of your heart. So this card here, (laughs) and I love this, um, is an action card. So when you pull this card, it means you are being called to be a devoted student and tune into your heart. So something is going on and it's affecting your heart chakra. And I think sometimes the things that are, that are the most important to us do show up in our heart chakra the most because of course, it's our heart. And when that cage is rattled in good or bad ways, I mean, we have to pay attention. So this card is a reminder to incorporate true devotion into your life. So you could be being called to develop maybe a regular meditation practice. I mean, this is so aligned with self-love, like I have fucking goosebumps. So maybe you're being called to develop a regular meditation practice, a journaling practice, or a chanting practice, or to show up to your soul in some capacity with rhythm, right? With rhythm. To develop a daily practice where you fill up your well and spend time with your soul. Holy shit. I mean, this is so much of what I wrote down to talk to you about today. So the fact that we're pulling this card is so fucking divine. Okay. So it goes on to share that all of the answers to all of the questions that you seek are waiting for you in the portal of your heart. Now, you cannot hear them unless you carve out the time every day to listen. Your soul, my friend, is yearning for a deeper relationship with yourself. And so the more time you spend with it and show up to it, the more clearly it will guide you. Listen, you are here to grow as a soul. Earth is one big fucking playground for your soul to learn. And you, my friend, are being called to go deeper into your soul growth and to increase your devotion by being a student. If you have already been a committed student, then you are being commended for your devotion. Your guides want you to know how proud of you they are and that the time you spend in devotion is priceless. And if you're questioning your career or life path, your guides want you to turn your focus towards devotion and say this prayer. Please use me in a way that delights my mind, body, and soul. May my life be one big moving prayer. So the action on this is to commit 
to some sort of daily devotional practice. That could take three minutes. That could take 30 seconds. That could take 30 minutes. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today. Because self-love is an introspective experience. And confidence is rooted in an unapologetic (laughs) sort of craving for it. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go there. Okay, a quick pause right here to talk about you, our listeners. And as always, I want to do our listener of the week, your reviews means so much. We cannot do this without you. This is for you. It's why I sit down in front of a mic every week to talk to you. The show is for you. So I'd love to hear from you because every review on iTunes tells Apple that this podcast matters. So it helps other people find the show. So I thank you for those reviews. And I also want to reward you for them. So this week I'm shouting out, wait for it. This is a good one. Barbells and brownies. My kind of gal or girl I don't know, but here's what Barbells and Brownies writes. The Drink Less, Manifest More episode was so good. Many years ago, alcohol was something that I used as an escape. It was how I had fun, how I tried to fit in, et cetera. And I still have a drink every now and then, but I recently had the mental shift of not wanting to go all out anymore. And I'm loving this new energy. Oh, barbells and brownies. Yeah, me too. I'm currently on an alcohol-free year. Um, And so I'll reevaluate at that time what I'm going to do after this year is up. But for sure, my relationship has been forever changed. And if you want to revisit your relationship with alcohol, like I've been doing, my goodness, tune in to our gin and juiced podcast episodes where Amanda and I on my team. We talk about all things alcohol addiction and high vibe living. So barbells and brownies, you're our listener of the week. So send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. And if you want to be our next listener of the week, all you got to do is leave a review on iTunes. It's that easy. Okay, self-love in general. Now, I wrote a book called Fear Is My Homeboy, and it is a book all about how to live a braver life and to unapologetically set boundaries and get the stuff done you want to get done and also learn how to get the fuck out of your own way so you can go do that. And chapter one of my book is legit titled Love yourself. Okay. So our theme this month is love yourself. Chapter one of my book is titled love yourself because it all starts there. It has to start there because nothing else works if you don't work. So let me just get my reading voice ready for you. Let me just read a little, little excerpt from chapter one. I mean, this is literally how the book jumps off. You ready? If you haven't listened to my book, you're going to get a sneak peek of what it's like to hear me read my book. But if you haven't read my book in a while, this will be a beautiful reminder that you may need today. Why do we wait for the bottom to drop out before we decide to take care of ourselves? Why do we wait for the diagnosis, the failed marriage, the lost job, the accident, the destroyed friendship, or the illness to wake us up to what's really going on in our lives? Guilt self-doubt and fear make you stick to your same old patterns because it's just easier that way. I mean, how could you possibly put yourself first when there are so many people that need you 
and depend on you. You are slammed and stressed out and running on all cylinders. You're taking care of kids and family and or your partner. Plus, you're trying to keep it together at work so you can earn that paycheck all while trying to keep it together at home with a full fridge clean toilets and food on the table in time for dinner. And by the time all that is done, who ends up last on your list? You. We're constantly putting ourselves last every single time. And listen, if you cannot figure out how to love yourself first, you will never, ever be able to live a brave life. It's the number one requirement because if you don't love yourself, (laughs) how can you expect anyone else to? When you love yourself more than anything, fear, baby, doesn't stand a chance because no matter what happens, good, bad, or ugly, you know you're going to be okay. And fear can't stand that. It hates when you love yourself because when you do, you become the boss. I believe self-love can show up in so many ways. So sometimes self-love is a bit of self-care, like a bubble bath or a mani-pedi or a really juicy hot yoga class or a long walk without anyone but yourself and a good audiobook. Sometimes it's a magical vacation or a solo trip or a walk through Target alone. (laughs) Sometimes it's pulling over into said Target parking lot just to sit in silence and listen to your favorite audio book or podcast with your favorite cappuccino and acai bowl because that's what you need to do. (laughs) Speaking for a friend. Um, And sometimes it's ending a relationship and setting a boundary or unfollowing someone who makes you feel like crap or scheduling the mammogram or taking the class. You know, I always want you, when you think of self-love, to be asking yourself a very important question. And I want you to ask this question of yourself every single day. Maybe you put it on a post-it note, on your laptop, in your, on your mirror, in your office somewhere, right? And this is the question, where am I at in my day? in my schedule, right? Because when you really think about all the things you have going on, they are typically other people's priorities. Now, it doesn't mean that those priorities aren't important. Of course, we have to take care of people. Of course, we have to go to the dentist. Of course, we have to carpool and do soccer practice and pay our taxes, right? But remember, none of it, none of that shit works if you don't work. So where are you in your fucking life, right? I speaking of post-its, I love post-it notes. I love all things post-it notes. Anybody else obsessed? Um I actually have a post-it. I have post-its everywhere. Um but I have a post-it on my computer. Uh the main computer I use at my writing desk when I'm uh looking at email or getting into work projects and it says this. Email is other people's priorities. <laughs> and subcategory to that other people's emergencies, right? Um, So I'm always being reminded every time I look at that and every time I look at that computer that if I am not taking care of my work, nothing else will work. And sometimes that work includes working on myself. Now, this doesn't mean, like I said, that I don't care about email and that I don't respect my clients. Uh, 
and that I don't care about other people's priorities, but it means with love (laughs) that I respect my priorities more because I know that when I show up to do the work as the true CVO, not CEO, what is executive of what? I am the chief vibe officer of this business, of the company, of the brand I am building, of the team I currently lead because I set that vibe. And if I don't work, none of it works, right? So I am the CVO, please borrow, steal, use that, right? Of myself and everything else works better when that happens. So I'm on a mission every day, uh, a guilt-free mission every day to make big deposits into the bank of me first before I cash out for anyone else. Does that make sense? So there are days that I get this wrong and not every day is perfect. I'm kind of like an 80, 20 girl. Anybody like this? I'm like this with food and bad habits and all kinds of stuff. Right. And like 80% of the time I'm like real good. Like I'm really good. And then 20% of the time I'm not so good and I'm naughty and I mess things up and you know, you know, I may have a little too much sugar or I may be naughty and, you know, just overwork or be nasty to my husband. And, you know, we all have good days and bad days, right? So I I am by no means a perfect human being, but 80% of the time I don't fuck around. And I take taking care of myself and making deposits into me a massive priority in my life and in my business. And I think that's allowed me to scale the business that I've scaled um, in a way that also allows me to really have fun in life and to live life and to not work all night and to take vacations and to have weekends and to set boundaries with email. It's, it's because I have incorporated that as a best practice into my life. And the more you do this, the better you get. So I implore you, I invite you to steal, borrow, and use this mindset for yourself. Number one, that email really is other people's priorities. And to be asking yourself every single day, where am I at in my schedule? And where am I in my life? Because if you're not, you're going to end up overwhelmed, exhausted, stressed out, pissed off, resentful, and with a lot of broken stuff in your life, and we don't want you to get there. The way we fix that is by being unapologetically relentless in your pursuit of self-care and self-love as a human, as a woman, as a man, as a mom, and most certainly in the work that you do every day. So of course, relationships are going to be a part of this story. So one of the things that came up the other day in a conversation with um, Amanda and I uh, on my team, you know, it was just like self-love in a relationship, you know? So I'm married, Amanda's in a relationship. And I, you know, if you're listening, maybe you're in a relationship, you're, maybe you're married, spouse, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, whatever your vibe is, right? So let's talk about having a relationship and honoring yourself and your priorities without feeling shame or guilt for doing that. So for me, this is real simple. And this is how it's worked for me and my hubby, Scott. Communication is everything. Well, first of all, get your ass a good partner, a good spouse, a good boyfriend, a good girlfriend, a good partner, whatever. Find yourself a good man, a good woman, right? Like, (laughs) Scott is such a good man. And he, like, I wouldn't have married him if he um, was trying to make me be 
anything other than what I was. And let me tell you, I have dated a lot of people in my life that tried to make me something I wasn't, tried to, uh, dullify or mummify, right? This energy that I have. And I allowed those relationships in my life and those shitty guys and those shitty experiences because I, I didn't have the self-love that I now have in myself. And honestly, I met Scott when I was 35 and it took me until 35. I didn't get married till I was 39. I mean, it took me until I was 35 to really, truly, and I mean, like fucking love myself, like love myself, bad attitude, good days, bad days, uh, impatience, all of it, right? Like love myself, love it all. Like it took me until 35 to be like, okay, okay, here she is. This is me. And I'm here for it. And it's so funny because it was that year that I met Scott. December, by the way, of that year, like the end of that year. But that was the year I had really, like I started improv at 30, really started catching a vibe with my confidence, like 31, 32. And and by 35, it was just like, watch out, let's go. Doesn't mean I didn't and don't have moments of self-doubt and moments of like insecurity. Of course, I'm always working on it, right? Like I'm a student of this work, which is why I create the work that I, I create. But, you know, I really met Scott at a time that I was the best version of myself and I really truly loved myself. And I think that's what opened me up energetically for, for what happened with Scott and the relationship we now have. And, and I was able to find such a high vibe man and experience and relationship because I was so high vibe with myself. So this is why self-love is so important, right? Because we're sending signals to the universe that we believe we're worthy of more and we're ready for more. And, um, you know, so it has to start there and we'll get into some of that in just a minute, but from a relationship standpoint, yeah, I married a great guy. Um, but I have found over the years that communication with him is everything. And so I'm just very clear with Scott that like my girls weekends are a priority and that a solo trip or two a year is important for my business and my soul. Like I legit, um, write them into my vibe and thrive planner. Like I take, it got weird with COVID. Right. Um, so I skipped 2020. No, I did get the first part of 2020 Q1 2020. I got a solo trip cause I was still working as a keynote and I, you know, I, not that I'm not working as a keynote speaker, but I was traveling all the time. And so I could kind of get my Judy time in my travel. Travel, right? Like, so as I went on the road, I'd, if I was in a really cool location, I'd extend, right? I'm in Scottsdale. I'd stay a couple extra days and just think and write and read and work on my business and my life and get that time away from the hustle and bustle, right? Um, so I write into my Thrive Planner, uh, my goal focus planner, the Vibe and Thrive Planner. We'll link up in the show notes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I wrote a goal focus planner. It is a game changer. It's my Bible. So I literally put into my annual goals that I want to take one to two solo trips a year. So I talk to him about it. I plan a girl weekend every year and that it's a, a priority for me. And I have married someone who gets that and supports that. And I do the same for him, like his guys weekends, his golf events, his time with his boys, um, his three sons make him a better him. And that time for me makes me a better me. So off the jump, it's communication and it saves us any confusion. And that's always number one. So I think for anyone who is struggling with self-love in a relationship, you have to find um, a way to talk about it. You have to talk about it. You have to ask for what you want and need. And you also have to be flexible, right? Life is improv. This is why we freestyle. We have to be able to say, okay, here is the self-care I want to do, or here's the trip I have booked. But then a massive priority came up in our family. And my family is also priority 
priority. So this is going to go on the back burner right now. So we are always sort of ebbing and flowing. We have a joint family calendar. So we're sort of like, he's always looking at my trips when I'm on the road and we try to talk and communicate as much as we can. And while it's not perfect, communication is everything, but asking is how it begins. Ask for what you want, set a boundary with your time. And when you're, you know, in a new relationship or you're building a new relationship, this is the time to set that boundary and expectation that these are the things you need. And this is what makes you a better mom, human, friend, partner, spouse, all of it. So don't feel bad about it. Go get you some of that because it's going to make you a better everything. Okay, so I have to tell you about one of my favorite companies, Improve It. They are an improv-inspired professional development company that pushes others to laugh, learn, and grow. Oh, and their mantra, wait for it, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. You know I love that. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you vibe with that too. So if you are looking for a way to break up your virtual conference monotony, if you are craving more culture in the day, or if you're needing more ha-ha and less uh-uh in your meetings, you will be obsessed with Improve It and especially their laugh breaks. You can hire this team of incredible improvisers to join your virtual meeting and deliver some hysterical short form improv for your team. You can give them suggestions, uh, provide the virtual laughter, or you can just sit back, relax, and let their seasoned improvisers from New York to LA brighten your day. So they have 20 minute to 45 minute short form improv sets that are pure joy and pure entertainment for your team. And listen, I've hired them myself to open one of my virtual events. And so have a few of my clients and they legit liven up any boring zoom call. And oh my God, is there any better way to kick off a meeting than with laughter? And they make it easy. You can book them on demand anywhere from 48 hours before your meeting, by the way, and you pick the time, date, and can pay all through their website. I'll link up in the show notes so you can learn more and check them out. Listen, I dare you to hire them and see why clients like Pepsi, Viacom, myself, and more have made laughter a part of their workday. And last, I do want to touch on just getting back on the road. And, you know, for me, that looks like getting back on planes a lot. (laughs) You know, while I've certainly uh, stayed busy as a keynote speaker, a lot of that has been done from my home. I've had a few virtual events and we've done some personal travel um, throughout the last year and a half, but it's been very minor where I was traveling almost every week, 60, 70% of my life was on the road. 70% of my life was on the road. So I have gotten into some routines and habits being here in the home office, doing things virtually. And so I'm thinking a lot about how to practice self-care and self-love when I get back on the road. But also, um, I want to share with you how that's always kind of been a a priority for me. So let's, let's sort of back into this. So, um, I, first off, off the jump, I use, right, the Vibe and Thrive Planner, the Goal Focus Planner to stay focused and uh, build self-care practices into my schedule. And just because, and this is big, just because I am traveling doesn't mean that I don't hold myself accountable to the same high vibe activities that keep me thriving when I'm at home, right? Because obviously the world is opening back up. And while, like I said, I've done some events and we've done some travel, most of what I've been doing has been virtual. So in the next six weeks, it's like 
rocket fuel is about to get poured back onto my keynote speaking business. And from a travel perspective, I hit the road again. And so I'm already thinking about now how I'm going to be honoring myself and my sanity and my self-care and my self-love as I get back into that grind. So of course, uh, the planner will help me schedule self-care every day. Um, Even if I need to get it in on the plane in the form of like some CBD, some essential oils, a little face mask and a great audio book. I mean, that can be squeezing in some solo time, right? Some self-care and some self-love into a packed schedule. Uh, Sometimes I throw, um, oh, you have to follow me on Instagram stories. Like when I'm on the road, I always share like what's by my nightstand, what I travel with, what are my morning prompts? I put like love notes on the mirror before a key So if you want to know about the keynote speaking side of my business, I am always sharing like teleprompter and best practices and how I prepare for speeches and what I do backstage. So if you're down for that, follow me on Instagram stories. When I get back on the road, I walk you through all that stuff. But like I um, throw a couple small CBD bath bombs. Love you. Soul CBD, not an ad, just love them. Um, But they have been a partner. I digress. Love them. So I put some CBD bath bombs in my suitcase. And if I'm in a good hotel, um, I'll squeeze in a bubble bath. And I always travel with travel candles. This is magical. You guys know I love to light a candle and catch a vibe. Uh, So I put uh, the candle, I bring a little packet of matches and my candle, and I put the candle on my nightstand or in the bathtub area. So it just feels high vibe. Uh, I schedule workouts, like schedule workouts. And I peep the hotel gym in advance to see, okay, do they have Peloton bikes, spin bikes? Um, and I set up my rides. And if it's a, in a city that has Soul Cycle, I book Soul Cycle because I love Soul Cycle and I miss it so much. And that's how I sort of fell in love with spinning in the first place. So if I'm in a city that has Soul, I set up some Soul classes and I will hit it early, like five, 6 a.m. I get it all in. My thing is get that self, self-care self in first. I do it at the top of the day because I feel like that sets the vibe for the rest of the day. And plus like willpower, like you run out of willpower as the day goes on. So like if I don't get my workout done before noon, like I'm done. Like I will not be doing it at five. It is a rare occasion that I will do an evening workout. Sometimes I do it because I there's an awesome ride or something really cool happening and I want to get on the bike or we're doing an event or whatever it may be. But I mean, I just, if I can't get it in before noon, I won't do it. So I schedule those workouts. I scope out the gym and I, what's going on, right? Um, so I get everything into my planner from flights to keynotes to tech checks. And then around that, the next thing I do is scheduling myself and my priorities, um, even when I'm traveling and I'm, I'm on the road. Another best practice um, from a travel perspective and maybe even for your commute, you know, I always travel with books. So I bring two books with me. I bring a, a, a fiction book to read before bed, gets my mind off the world and into a a a dreamy state. Um, and then I read nonfiction on the plane. So I get through the books I need to read for a podcast interview or just something I'm reading for research and I take notes and all that stuff. Or I write, I do a lot of writing on a plane. Um, and honestly, uh, you know, a quick thought here, um, while I don't miss all the travel that I used to do, and I don't think I ever want to travel that much again. Um, because I don't want to be a prisoner to the road, right? Or a prisoner to airplanes or airlines or weather or delays and sort of like live my life up in the clouds. I have to say, I miss it a lot Um, because I am so damn productive when I travel because I am so focused because I'm alone. Yo, I wrote my book and built the most important part of my speaking business. When I was traveling 
80% of the time because I was so smart and strategic about how I care for myself and my business in those pockets of quiet time in hotels and on planes. And that is just time. You cannot get at home when everybody's there and things, things are insane and so much is hectic. So while I love being at home, um, and being on the road can be hard and complicated. Honestly, it's my most productive time because I treat it that way, right? So I don't go, it's mindset. I don't go out on the road and think, oh, sweet baby, I'm traveling so I can slack off and overeat and overdrink and skip my workouts because I'm on the road. Woohoo! Um, no, I actually like tap into and fire up even more so all the high performance habits that have gotten me to where I am today, you know, so that I can remain healthy while I'm traveling and throughout the travel and while I'm on stage, right? So um, I bring snacks, healthy shit. I plan my workouts. I eat healthy. I bring all my powders and supplements and vitamins. I do all of the routines that I do here at home in a travel-sized way to make sure that I'm still vibrating high and thriving as a business owner. And listen, I don't know it all here, but here's what I do know. When you love yourself, you become a one woman revolution, a one human revolution, a one fucking person revolution. And this, my friend, makes you unstoppable. Your choices in life, from what you eat, to how you spend your time, to what you read, to what you watch, to who you date, to who you follow, is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. So show me your choices and I'll be able to show you in most cases, how you feel about yourself. And it's the sum of those choices that really truly determine the quality of your life. So self-love is not some bullshit. Self-love is, is not some woo-woo stuff that other people do that live up in the clouds, right? Self-love is not something to write off. It's something to write the fuck up. It's something to plan for. It's something to take seriously, as seriously as you take the oxygen that you are breathing right now. Here's the deal. If you don't love yourself. Nothing else will work. You cannot make fear your homeboy and hate yourself. It's physically impossible when fear is your friend, when fear is your homeboy, when you are living a brave life, you love yourself so damn much that you feel like Kate Winslet in that scene with Leo on front of the Titanic with her hair blowing in the wind, eyes closed, feeling all the feels and loving your damn life. You know that scene. I know you know that scene. Why? Because you are alive, baby, right now. And what a privilege that is. So in the book, to wrap this up, I share five sort of homework assignments you can use to start loving yourself. And I want you to think about them. Number one, can you accomplish one thing, not all things, one thing for yourself at the beginning of the day? Maybe it's just unloading the dishwasher. Maybe it's making the bed. Instead of checking your email, let's check in with yourself. Instead of checking the likes on the Instagram, let's check in 
with how much you like yourself. Number two, create a love yourself mantra, right? Take, take some time to put something down on paper, right? So I have a mantra that I love uh, that I repeat from time to time, right? The universe is abundant and there is always enough for me. I love that one. Uh, another one I love, like I am worthy of wealth. I am worthy of health. I am worthy of success, right? This puts me into a place of confidence, right? So can you create a statement that works for you and post it somewhere visible? Another way to love yourself, you know, ask yourself, how would you recover if something went wrong? I think we get so stressed out. Oh my God, if I do this, what could go wrong instead of really leaning into what could go right? So get it out of your head. Things are going to go wrong. It's a part of life. So if there's something worrying you, get a, get a list together of all the stuff that's worrying you about the said thing you're worried about. And then next to it, describe how you'd recover. You know, who could help you? And my favorite thing to consider, has anyone less amazing than you figured it out or recovered from that thing that went wrong. I can bet my bottom dollar that there is someone less amazing than you that is out there doing the thing you seek to do. And the only difference between them and you is that one person is brave enough to move. Number four, travel alone once a year. This has been a game changer for me. So go get you a trip. Even if it's an overnight hotel staycation downtown in the city you live or in a little suburb where you live, get you some alone time. It's beautiful. It's a, it's brave. It's important. It connects you with yourself because before all of it, your family, your kids, your business, your spouse, your husband, it was you, you. So are you taking time to reconnect with the most important relationship you, you have? And that's the relationship with you. And then last, you know, put one thing you love or miss into your schedule every week. You know, so maybe it's um, a movie or running errands without the kids or a brunch or a book in a park or a date night or a bubble bath, whatever you do you. Okay, I hope you loved this show as much as I loved making it for you. And I hope you're loving on yourself and I hope you don't feel guilty about it. And I hope you are feeling inspired and compelled to, to rattle the cage there a little bit. I want you to go get some of that. I want you to feel uh, proud of loving yourself. I want you to feel proud of yourself and the way we feel and get more confident in life is through repeated attempts of doing scary things and living to talk about it. And this includes the courage it takes to love yourself. And the more you do this, the easier it gets, I promise. So I'd love to hear from you. Talk to me on social media. You know, what do you do to love yourself? Uh, DM me, tag me when you listen to the show. And oh my God, I love your posts. So keep them coming. Um, so let me know. What did you like about the show? What was your biggest takeaway? Aha moment. And of course, if you get a hot minute and are feeling extra high vibe, jump into uh, the iTunes, give us a quick review. It'll take 30 seconds and would mean the world to me. And maybe next week I send you a, 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 a awesome piece of mail um, that is, you know, going to be full of confetti and high vibes. Um, so if you want a little prize, I reward you for um, leaving reviews. Okay. I think that's it. Sending you so much love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with your buds. Thank you for reviewing. And until next week, keep opening that door to possibility, baby.